Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. <coughs> what I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh and the Quran and the King James Version Bible. Uh, if you'd like to view the program at the different locations, you can. Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O dot com. Just look for Good House 1968. Or look for uh, Blog Talk Radio or WordPress. Just look for Good House 1968. Please support the ministries by shopping at the church store, Good House 1968 dot space. Funds and proceeds go for the purchase of Bibles and Korans and Tanakhs for the uh, Bible students or those who request them. Uh, shoot me an email at goodhouse1968 at gmail.com if you are requesting one and uh, leave your name and address and I'll send one out to you as soon as the funds become available alright I'm going to grab me a coffee and I'll be right back um, if you'd like to call into the show you can the number is 347-326-9003 or 888-689-4061 Again, that number is 347-326-9003 or 
sorry it took so long, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> but again, if you'd like to call into the show, you can, 347-326-9003, even uh, for prayer or prayer request or to talk about some issue or problem that's disturbing you. That, again, is 888-689-4061 or 347-326-9003. Now let me open with a word of prayer. Good, I pray that you protect us from the evil, the evil sources that are unseen yet to come to the light, out of the darkness to the light. Pray that you open our minds and our hearts that we're able to use our education and our life and work experiences to minister your word effectively as it should be, the truth, the way, to let other people know that you, to let everybody know that you love them and care about them, even though you may you don't love their evil, wicked, no good, good, stiffed ways. I pray that you direct us and I pray that we willfully accept your control over us, that we may do good actions for time indefinite and bear witness to the truth and good for time indefinite. I pray that our calling instead of receive us in death, receive us in life to heaven. Amen. Shalom. Shalom. Amen. All right. Let me grab my glasses. When he reached full age and was firmly established in life, we bestowed on him wisdom and knowledge, for thus, to, for thus do we reward those who do good. So here we can recollect on Yeshua, or Jesus Christ, where knowledge was bestowed on him and Holy Spirit, or Ruach HaKadosh, and he went on to effectively minister the word of good and to teach good actions, as well as heal and cast out the evil omens and ghosts and spirits that disturbed us or caused us to, to error off. We take that into consideration here. And he entered the city at a time when his people were not watching. He found there two men fighting, one of his own people and the other of his foes. Now the man of his own people appealed, so we're relating this to a, a believer. Now the man of his own people appealed to him against his foe, and Moses struck him with his fist and killed him. So this is a believer, Moses, about the uh, incident that occurred that caused Pharaoh to turn against him and cast him out from amongst his people because he realized and found out that he was a Hebrew himself. But Moses feared good more than he feared Pharaoh and he loved his people as well as good and this incident showed his love for his kind or his people or his creed or race this is a work of Satan for he is an enemy that manifestly misleads so they were saying he was a deceiver not fit to be Pharaoh as the movie portrayed he would have become he prayed oh my lord I have indeed rolled my soul do thou then forgive me so Allah forgave him for he is all forgiving most merciful well here we're taking the instance of, he said, oh, my Lord, for that thou has bestowed. Anger is the issue is pointing out here, the anger of Moses. Forgiveness for that, but yet, it's a contemplation. If your people are enslaved and chained and bondage for 400 years, do you hold that anger and let them be beaten? Never shall be those who sin. So, it is a sin because it's anger and it originates with Satan or evil, but yet 
Well, I'm just going to give it to you the correct way. We should not be harvesting anger and rage in us. Uh, take it out on a punching bag or go to the gym. You shouldn't harvest anger or react off of anger and rage, which is a scene here. He said, oh, my Lord, for thou, though thou hast bestowed thy grace on me, Okay, it goes on. In the morning he was in the city, fearful and vigilant, when, behold, the man who had the day before sought his help, allowed for his help. Again, Moses said to him, To thou art truly an erring manifestly. Then when he was about to lay his hands on their enemies, the man said, O Moses, is it thy intention to slay me as thou slew a man yesterday? So here we see the Egyptian telling him this, thou only desire to become, a, hold on, I, I, my error is not an Egyptian, it was a Hebrew, I remember correctly now, forgive me. Thou only desire to become a tyrant in the land, not to be one, set things right. And there came a man running from the furthest end of the city, he said, O Moses, the chiefs are taking counsel together about thee, to slay thee. So get away, get thee away, for I do give thee sincere advice. He therefore got away, but uh, the issue, uh, what we learn from the script, the Christian scriptures and uh, Quran here are different. It said that he fled, but yet there was uh, some help in him fleeing is what the, uh, the whole incident is about. He therefore got away therefrom, looking about in a state of fear. He prayed, oh, my Lord, save me from people giving to do, people given to wrongdoing. Then when he turned his face toward the land of Madian, he said, I do hope that my Lord will show me the smooth and straight path. Well, it's an issue if you see your brothers and sisters uh, being mistreated. You get angry for that because that's just human nature. But we as, as believers are taught to restrain our hatred and our anger. Take it out in a silent place and work it out every day. That way, on a normal basis, you are not angry or rage for hateful at anybody. Take it out privately so you don't display it in open public. All right? Now, love God not for the beautiful females to, that you can receive of your impure, impure heart's content. We should not go to the Creator like I used to for women. Or Well, you can pray for a wife, but the thing is, the scripture says it's better to be a loner. And yet, a lot of us pray for things that we don't need. If you're praying for a wife, do you actually need a wife? Because you're not supposed to have sexual relations for the lust or to cure your sexual drives or your sexual impulses. It's supposed to be to bear seed and yet to be a helper to you. And that is it. And don't say sex is helping with sex, because that, that just doesn't cut it. Uh, not for what you can muster out of him. Don't love God for what you think you can muster out of him. Because you can't muster anything out of the creator. He's no fool. And he wasn't born yesterday. Billions of years, trillions of years of living, you just don't get stupid. You get wiser and even more wiser on your uh, own creations as you study them. Uh, if you'd like to call into the show, guest call in. Again, the number is 347-326-9003 or 888-689-4061. Before the loving of doing good action, 
That is what should be in our heart, the love of doing good actions, helping our fellow man, helping the community, even helping those that were empowered by God, the president, the high priest, the kings, the queens, but yet not falling to their evil, wickedness, no good, or good stiff. You just don't beat the public out and you don't do the public wrong that put you there or God wrong that put you there, which is what we see a lot of them get in office and things turn around. They don't honor their word or promises. They don't even attempt to honor them. They go a completely negative direction. Not a funny good feeling you get from the evil demonic vampire God. So don't listen to those feelings. Stay away from those feelings. Keep them out of your head, especially those trying to befriend the voices in their head or the feelings, the demonic feelings or the demon speaking to him like a song that we are, most of us are probably familiar with. We want to stay away from those voices, get them out of our head, read your scriptures, read your Quran, meditate on good actions and the scriptures and the Quran, what you can do, get up and clean up and do some type of work, get out of your head, go run, go go lift weights, or do something constructive to remove these soul, these uh, voices. Uh, to control the sinful desire, lust, and nature of ours, keep the non-existing being out of your head. That's one thing. And, uh, and, and the desires and lusts, because they start there in the heart. The heart is, the mind is the heart. Uh, your thoughts, uh, you want to keep clean in your mind. You want, just as you like to live in a clean house, you want your head clean as well. You want your thoughts clean, and you don't want... Lustful and sinful thoughts or uh, thoughts uh, trying to achieve demonic vampire god things or material things or things of the world. You can classify so many things in this world that we have a sinful nature or thriving for. And these, uh, it takes time to identify these things, especially a lust for money or lust for success in the world. And a lot of people don't realize what they are doing wrong or in error until they take a firm look at themselves or investigate themselves. So just as if you were a detective or forensics, you would investigate a crime very thoroughly. So as they use their knowledge and high-tech skills, do the same for yourself when it comes to being a believer. To stay a believer, a true believer. Investigate your own self. Look in your own heart and your own ways, because the Lord says cleanse your own house before you go to somebody else's house telling them to cleanse their house. All right, let me go further. They, the hypocrites, will swear to you that you may be pleased with them. Why would you be trying to please hypocrites just because of their position? Like uh, people would take uh, sides with a tax uh, tax collector or a rich and wealthy person. Doing more for him to try and please him, thinking they would get be able to get something out of him more than likely. But even if you are pleased with them, certainly God is not pleased those who disobey. So stay a believer. Don't put your what you build up your heavenly reward down or your your uh, belief down for a person because they are rich or famous 
We don't want to do things like that. We keep them the same, everybody on the same level, because it winds up deceiving your head and your heart, and he could be a useful tool for the devil or evil to do his works within you. So stay believing in the Lord and stay believing and doing good actions. Don't disobey the Lord, and you know it is wrong to do so. The arrows of the devil are the worst in the lack of belief and in hypocrisy. Why not? They got all the oil. So they're rich and they serve the devil, which is a sad thing to say because not all rich people serve the devil, but most of them do. And most like, well, we can take examples. They're Illuminati, and most of the time we see somebody rich, they're throwing an Illuminati sign or symbol. And most likely to be unaware of the command which God or good has sent down to his messenger. And God is all-knowing and all-wise. And some of the desert Arabs consider their payment of charity as fine and wait for disasters for you. Oh, that's in the heart of evil, to wait for disaster of good, just like a wolf waits for a lamb to tire out. Upon them be the disaster of evil. But do we yet see the disaster of evil only in us cleansing ourselves in the Lord? And becoming from disbelievers to believers, it shows us how to do so, cleanse ourselves of evil, complete evil and utmost evil. The evil let loose on us from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because uh, they had to have gotten it somewhere. They had to have gotten the disease, the disease somewhere. And God is he who hears and knows all things. God knows all things. And remember, evil doesn't confront someone that is not a threat. Evil, wickedness, no good, and good gifts has always confronted someone who is a threat, who causes good or good actions to originate and as, as everywhere, which is uh, normally the case for those who are true believers. Even though they may not know it, the small little nook and grain of faith they held and yielded in someone else spread to uh, twofold, seventyfold, or thousandfold, and on and beyond. But some of the desert heirs believe in God or good in the last day and look on their payments uh, as gifts that bring them near to God and get the prayers of the messenger Muhammad. Yes, that was back then. Yes, truly they will bring them near to God. God will bring them in his mercy. Surely God is all forgiving and merciful. So for those who use their wealth wisely is what it's talking about here to help out the poor and to do the will of God and do good actions for a whole mass of people or individuals, disbelievers, to cause them to become believers. Yes, they do have the mercy and the forgiveness of the Creator. The first of those who left their homes and of those who gave them help, and also those who follow them in good deeds. Our good is very pleased with them, as are they also pleased with him. He has prepared for them the paradise gardens, under which rivers flow to live in there forever. That is the utmost happiness. Happiness is receiving the utmost blessing from the Creator. And among some of the desert Arabs among you are hypocrites, as well as desert Arabs from Adina folk. They are firm in their hypocrisy. You do not know them, but we know we we know them, so we know of them. We hear about them all the time in the media, striking so much oil and getting paid off it, Wish and raising wars and 
a lot of things over the oil. We shall punish them twice, and also they shall be sent to a painful penalty, which we've seen uh, what happens to them in the long run. Someone greater and more powerful comes along to claim their oil or their rights. And some others have agreed to their wrongdoings. They have mixed a good deed with another that was evil. We don't mix good with evil because it's, it's just uh, uh, not a syllable, or syllable, excuse me, mixture. You can't mix good with evil. Evil can only take advantage or take the good away and use it for its own purpose. That's just like if you supply somebody with steel, wood, or chemicals, you're supplying them with a the good to do what they want. Perhaps good would turn to them and forgiveness, surely good and soft, forgiving, most merciful. For their goods you take charity, like this you might purify. Charitable donations should be used as it is as it is stamped, what you use to get the money, charity. So you don't take a dollar and say, all right, I'll put, contribute a penny or 10 cents to uh to helping someone or do good actions it just doesn't work and you put the rest in your pocket like most hypocrites do like this you might purify and cleanse them holy you don't purify and cleanse holy by doing that but yet if you do use the charitable contributions as it should you purify and make holy and you're doing good actions and pray for them surely your prayers bring peace to them and good is all hearing and all knowing do not know that good does not accept repentance from his true worshipers. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry about that. Misread it. Do they not know that good does accept repentance from his true worshipers and receivers, receives their gifts of charity, and that surely good is he, the forgiving, who accepts repentance most mercifully? What is repentance? That means to correct a wrong that we have done to cause an error to become correct. So when you repent, just don't say, I'm going to pray for forgiveness and I won't do it again. Cause the error to become correct. You just don't leave a, a, a loose around a person's neck or, or, or an animal and leave them there for good. Just walk off, tied to a pole or a tree. That's cruelty. We don't do cruel things as believers and we, should, we shouldn't do cruel things to the disbelievers. So, cause your error to become regular, even though the disbeliever will probably say the heck with that, man. You shouldn't have did it in the first place. And then we want to be aware of not causing errors that we can prevent by being true believers and believers to the heart. All right, if you want to call in the show, you can. Got a few more minutes, 347-326-9003 or 888-689-4061 if you want to have me say a prayer for you or if you want to talk about something, something that I may have said that's confusing to you, hard to believe, or just hard to accept. All right, and... The problem is this, they haven't paid all they haven't all paid attention to the good news and obeyed it. That's the key to su success as a believer. Paying attention to the good news and obeying it. You can't get by by 
just skimming over problems or reading about it. I used to do that when I studied just read and not do the problems, work the problems out, or to apply the problems to live situations or situations of my own, my own experiences and so forth. Just as you apply calculus to life or mathematics when you learn it, you do the same with the truth, God's word. The problem is that they haven't all paid attention. Okay, I've covered that. Good who has trusted what he has heard from us. Good doesn't trust in the heart that always tells him he's going to do something, then veers off the opposite direction. So trust comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes to a word proclaimed about good or the Messiah, the lesser good, Omega. But yet it comes from us honoring our word as well. If you sell God, you're going to do something, even if it's to dedicate something good, not something evil. You don't want to do evil, wicked things, and God doesn't want you to do that, or good doesn't want you to do that. If you tell him your child, you'll raise him in the truth, then you do so. If you tell him the next day you're going to give that poor person $20, then give it to him. But I say it isn't it rather that they didn't hear. No, they did hear. Their voice has gone out throughout the whole world and their words to the ends of the earth. So when you talk to God, that's what you're actually doing is uh, speaking to a being that is beyond this world. Beyond the ends of the earth, but yet in heaven and hearing all and seeing all. But I say it isn't it rather that Israel didn't understand. Did they actually understand or want to uh, do what they wanted to do, to do their own thing? I will provoke you to jealousy over a non-nation, over a nation void of understanding. I will make you angry. Yet they had it in their own hearts in the first place, so God just let the disease, demonic vampire disease, virus, and sickness spread in them. Taking away his holy Ruach HaKadosh, that's how the creative strikes. Moreover, Yeshua Yahoo boldly says, I was found by those who were not looking for me. I became known to those who did not ask for me, the sick. But yet, even though, if you want to understand that the sick are looking for a cure, or the sinner looking for a cure, well, yeah, they, I, I'd say it's like that, because I was thinking that they could have been looking for a, a cure for the things they went through, if it was uh, demonic, excuse me, demonic possession. But yet, he says, if they were not looking for him, and they did not ask for him. So he came to an intellectual of the truth. But Israel says, all day long, I held out my hands to a people who kept disobeying and contradicting Contradicting me and contradicting what they sought for. If they say we seek for good actions and to be believers or the word of God or the word of good or the truth, they didn't actually seek it because they didn't seek for it as a fine, as a hidden treasure or fine treasure that is normally something that this, the worldly would seek for. But they didn't seek for it as uh, the, they didn't seek for the word of good or the word or the truth or the way. In that case, I say it is isn't it that God has repudiated His people, disciplined them, 
And just as a father or mother disciplines their child, good disciplines his believers. Heaven forbid, for I myself am a son of Israel from the seed of Abraham of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not repudiated his people whom he chose in advance. Or don't you know what the Tanakh says about Eliyahu? He pleads with good against Israel. Good, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars, and I am the only one left, and now they want to kill me too. So this occurs when uh, the out of the darkness comes the light, and there's only one light bearer left. Well, let's end this so we have no more spreading of the light, which is what the disbelievers are evil, wicked, no good, or good stiff beings want. But yet, do they always strike against uh, you on a mass scale? What is God's answer? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not knelt down to bow. So when you kneel down to bow, it's like a mark, like in school. If you get a wrong if you get a uh, F on a test or F on some problems, use homework. It's a mark, and they and when you do things like that before, and to, you do it to the Creator, hurts his heart. When you bow down to idols or things like that, you do it to his heart. It hurts his heart. It's the same way in the present age. There is a remnant chosen by grace. Now, if it is by grace, it is according, not based on legalistic works. If it were otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. What follows is that Israel has not made, not attained the goal for which she is striving. Do modern-day Israel attain the goals for which they struggle or strive for? And what are their goals? Are they good action goals or good goals? Or are they evil, wicked, no good goals? Or things of lust or things of error and misunderstanding or not understanding? But the rest have been made stone-like, just as the Tanakh says. Good has given them a spirit of dullness, eyes that do not see, ears that do not hear, right down to the present day. Now, We've had this in the past where good didn't open the eyes, the heart, or the intelligence of the disbeliever to come. Even the believer was held out from some uh, truth. Well, not truth, but the knowledge that God imparts to us today or good imparts to us today. But <clears throat> Back then, the evil, wicked, no good, or the good stiff disbelievers were held from the truth because most of the time they did seems like this. They kill off the children uh, trying to stop a prophet from being born to go out preaching and being a messenger of God. And if they knew the truth as best as they could, they would always strike against it by trying to be on P's and Q's to do an evil, wickedness, no good, good stiff to God's, God's believers or God's people or God's people, God's believers. Let their dining table become for them a snare and a trap, a pitfall and a punishment. Well, how does he give you a pitfall? Let you earn so much money through evil and then 
all of a sudden it's gone. What do you do? Disbelievers, you jump out a window, commit suicide. Let their eyes be darkened so that they can't see with their backs bent continually. In that case, I say, isn't it that they have stumbled with the result that they have permanently fallen away? Do not be a fall away, especially you shouldn't be if you're put in a fine soil. And uh, for those of us who believe we've been put in a fine soil, strengthen up in it and do not be a fall off. It's not good to fall off, come back, fall off, come back, fall off. If you're seeking the truth, it does you that way. It takes you through the ins and outs and ropes and changes, changes, but yet it builds you and builds your structure up. By means of their stumbling, that's a deliverance. Remember your deliverer, good and the omega, or Yeshua, Adonai, Yahweh. Remember your deliverer. In order to provoke them, let me see, that deliverance has come to the Gentiles in order to provoke them to jealousy. So remember your deliverer. You don't want to go about being jealous of anybody. Jealousy is not a good trait to have because it destroys you mentally as well as internally. And you're always seeking a hateful thing to happen to the being that you are jealous of. Regardless of what it is, if you're jealous of an animal, uh, even if you're jealous and you're going poison, it's still jealousy. It causes you to err off in error and do harm to the innocent. Moreover, if their stumbling is bringing riches to the world, that is, if Israel it being placed temporarily in a good, in a condition less favored than less favored than that of the Gentiles, is bringing riches to is bringing riches to the latter, how much great, greater riches will Israel in its fullness bring to them? Oh, right, let's go over this. Moreover, the stumbling is bringing riches to the world. So you stumble, you lose your, uh, you, you lose your blessings, you lose your goods. Some of your good are the world or the worldly goods because that's what money and wealth and things like that, things like that are. That is, if Israel being placed temporarily in a condition less favored than that of the Gentiles is bringing riches to the latter. So you wind up giving it to someone who's doing good anyway, or good actions. How much greater riches will Israel in its fullness bring to them? We've always seen what uh, slaves or fools, fools and their money depart. And this is something we should remember. Fools and their money apart. However, to those of you who are Gentiles, I say this. Since I myself am an missionary sent to the Gentiles, I make known the importance of my work or good action work, the truth, the way, in the hope that somehow I may provoke some of my own people to jealousy, save some of them, for if their casting Yeshua aside means reconciliation for the world, what would they accepting you mean if we be life from the dead? The mental death that uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil has brought down in us was in us built up in this imperfection. And we want to come from this imperfection through the deliverer. So 
Remember that. You pray to the deliverer, continue to pray and study your scriptures, and pray Necessantly like it was like food That's the way you should pray Like food and water Because remember Yeshua's waters are life-giving waters Alright That is it from our ministries uh, Next time if you want to call into the show You can It is 347-326-9003 If you have a question A problem or if you want me to say a prayer for you, like I'm going to say a prayer for you, brothers and sisters, now you believers, and you disbelievers who are listening, and disbelievers to be converted. Good, I petition, strengthen their, strengthen their, as they say in uh, one Islam way, Allah, arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Strengthen that structure of us up, that we may accept the deliver and the word of good, and that we may accept the way and the truth. And we may bear witness to it with our utmost of our lives and even the tiniest of our lives for those of us who are not great before anyone are yet yet thought of or born in the sense. Strengthen us that we may only accept the word of good and only believe in the truth and investigate what we learn from preachers or messengers or anybody and use it for good actions or the best good actions that we could possibly come up with to help others. That should be our main goal and our main focus, and I pray, <coughs> excuse me, and I wish that we would uh, do so and continue to do so. Guide us away from evil, which is no good, and good stuff. Amen, shalom, shalom, amen, in the name of Omega. <laughs>